present I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, the antidote to panel games. At the piano is Colin Sell and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton. Hello and welcome to I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue. You join us this week at the Royal in Hanley-Soc-on-Trent. The area is well known for coal, iron, beer and pottery. It was near here in 1739 that the famous Wedgwood factory was set up at Burslem. Soon their distinctive stoneware pots were in great demand by the townsfolk who would use them to quaff copious quantities of the local ale. Later taking full advantage of the fine porcelain products from the nearby Royal Dalton workers. <laughs> Other famous local names include the writer Arnold Bennett, who, during a visit to Paris, wrote his popular Staffordshire Five Towns novels after an exchange of ideas with Flaubert. And it's surprising what proportion of Madame Bovary is influenced by the industrial landscape of 19th century Stoke. <laughs> as far as scholars can make out, not a single word. <laughs> In 1925, these five surrounding towns were subsumed and officially formed into the new city of Stoke, which is why the surrounding area now has 150 signs saying to the city centre, all pointing in different directions. <laughs> but what a relief it was to the long-suffering supporters of Burslem, Fenton, Handy, Longton, Tunstall and Stoke-upon-Trent, Rangers FC... <laughs> who every Saturday had to respond to the call, give us a bee. <laughs> Stoke, Stoke City's most famous son is undoubtedly Sir Stanley Matthews. Rated as the finest controller of the ball ever, he played professionally well into his 50s. But football isn't the only place fans go to see an astonishingly old man dribbling in... <laughs> <laughs> On my left, please welcome Barry Cryer. Sadly, Graham Garden's agent has written to say he can't be with us today. I can't quite read the handwriting, but I think it says that Graham's currently staring at the Theatre Royal Drury Lane. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Yes, it does. In his stead, please welcome Sandy Toxvig. And on my right, Tim Brooke Taylor and Jeremy Hardy. I'm afraid our regular scorer, Samantha, can't be with us today. She's a... Well, she's away helping an elderly neighbour clear out for a house move. This morning she sorted his box room, and later she's going to join him in the attic to have a good rummage in his trunks. So please welcome in her place our regular Swedish stand-in, the very rippling Sven. Okay, now I've noticed there's a lot of explicit sex shown on TV these days. Ever since I learned how to program my video recorder, in fact. <laughs> 
With this trend in mind, teams, our first round is a tribute to Channel 5, the TV station that tries to censor out such filth by showing it through a snowstorm for eight hours a night. <laughs> One sector of the X-rated market they seem to have overlooked is children's programming. And I'd like your suggestions, please, teams, of shows that might be scheduled during a Channel 5 children's hour. Barry, will you start, please? 101 Vibrations. <laughs> Jeremy. Bananas out of pyjamas. <laughs> Sandy. Watch with Mother and Father and the Man Next Door. <laughs> Very blue, Peter. <laughs> Four play school. <laughs> Poker woman. <laughs> Herpes right again. <laughs> Willie. Oh, they misspelt this. Wonka. And Thomas the... Oh, they misspelt that as well. <laughs> Muffin the Mule. <laughs> Pinocchio, it's not his nose this time. <laughs> the Perky Pinky Show. <laughs> Ding Dong Bell, Pussy in the Well. <laughs> Little boy blue, come blow your horn. <laughs> Big knobs and broomsticks. Crystal tits and Alistair. <laughs> Phallus in Wonderland. <laughs> well, it's time now for a musical round with one song to the tune of another. This... This is more or less explained by its title, but just in case you have any nagging doubts, teams, try to imagine a song as a sandwich, comprising two main parts, the bread or tune and the filling or words. The construction of any two sandwiches is very similar, but one might have a cheese filling in white bread and the other a ham filling in brown bread. They're both still sandwiches, but are completely different. <laughs> Except for the butter. Now, I can see by the team's smirks they think I've forgotten something. What about the triangular plastic box that so many sandwiches come in these days? Well, these boxes are designed specifically so that when you try to get them out, the sandwiches fall apart. And that's when the contents might get swapped over, or put differently, the words of one song get mixed up with the tune of another. Simplicity itself, when it's explained properly. Well, one combination we can rely on Never to change is Colin Sell and his piano. No matter how hard we try. <laughs> right, Barry, you're going to start. I'd like you to sing the words of the Simon and Garfunkel classic, The Sound of Silence, to the tune of Get Me to the Church on Time. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Because a vision softly creeping left its seeds. While I was sleeping and the vision That was planted in my brain Still remains within the sound of silence In restless dreams I walked Alone narrow streets Of cobblestone neath the halo of a street lamp 
I turned my collar due to cold and damp When my eyes were stepped by the flash of a neon light That split the night and touched the sound of silence Oh God And in the naked light I saw ten thousand People, maybe more People talking without speaking People hearing without listening People writing songs that voices never share Okay, you now, Sandy, will you please sing the words of Clementine to the tune of the Battle Hymn of the Republic? In a cavern in a canyon excavating for a mine Dwelt a miner, forty-nine, and his daughter Clementine Oh, my darling, oh, my darling, oh, my darling Clementine Lost and gone forever Dreadful, sorry Clementine Light she wasn't like a fairy Shoes were number nine Herring boxes without tops His handles were for Clementine Tim now, would you please intone the words of the Gloria Gaynor song I Will Survive to the tune of Somewhere Over the Rainbow Afraid I was petrified, <laughs> kept thinking I could never live without you by my side. But then I spent so many nights thinking how you did me wrong, and I grew strong and I learned how to get along. And so you're back from outer space I just walked in to find you here With that sad look on your face I should have changed that stupid lock I should have made you leave your key If I'd known for just one second You'd be back to bother me Oh, right now, go Walk out the door Just turn around Cause you're not welcome anymore Weren't you the one who tried to hurt me With goodbye Do you think I'd crumble Do you think I'd lay down and die And finally, Jeremy, would you please, please (laughs) sing the words of Sinead O'Connor's heart-wrenching Nothing Compares to You to the tune of Happy Talk. (laughs) It's been seven hours and fifteen days since you took your love away. I go out every night and sleep day Since you took your love away, since you 
been gone, I can do whatever I want. I can sing and I choose. I can eat a fancy restaurant, but nothing, no, nothing can take away this blue. Cause nothing compares, nothing compares to you. It's been so lonely without you here. Like a bird without a song, nothing can stop me these lonely tears from falling. Tell me, baby, where did I go wrong? Humph, my glass is broken. I have to tell listeners at home that Jeremy was singing that in true folk singer style with uh, both hands clapped over his ears. <laughs> thing that quite often happens within ten feet of Colin Cell. <laughs> it says here, and I always read what I've got in front of me, that was interesting. <laughs> Our next round... Our next round looks at the fascinating world of the restaurant waiter. What a skilled profession that is. Surely no other job requires the ability to spot two people coming into a restaurant at lunchtime, sum up the situation in an instant and say, table for two. (laughs) Mental arithmetic is an absolute must. (laughs) Only last night the teams kindly took me out for a surprise birthday dinner and our waiter easily coped with dividing £7.30 by five. However, I've observed that restaurant table service can often be over-attentive. With this in mind, the teams are going to play around called restaurant waiters. Each team will take turns to be diners in a restaurant engaged in conversation, while the opposing team act as waiters. Their task is to interrupt the diner's conversation at the least appropriate moments until I do this. With this. Okay, Barry and Sandy, you're going to be two diners, and Barry, you're trying to propose to Sandy. Tim and Jeremy, you're the over-attentive waiter, so off you go. Darling, there's something I want to ask you. Care for a roll, madam? (laughs) What is it? Well, it's a sort of bready round thing. It's uh, made with... Made with flour. I've got a surprise for you. It's self-raising. Are you asking for my hand in... Your soup, sir. I want you to marry me, but there's a slight problem. It's cock-a-leaky. <laughs> What is it? I've just told you, Clothes, it's cock-a-leaking. <laughs> I've just discovered I've got a... Knob of butter. <laughs> I've got a slight medical problem. I don't care. When I kiss you, your lips taste... Like a gherkin, sir. Oh, damn it, just marry me. That's very kind of you, sir, but (laughs) this isn't actually my table. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, let's swap that around now. Tim and Jeremy, you can be diners this time, and Barry and Sandy will be the waiters. Carry on. Tristram, lovely to see you. I have to say, you're not looking too good. A little peaky. Is there anything wrong? Well, Geoffrey, I've had some very bad news. I'm afraid the fish is off. <laughs> well, you know you can tell me, Tristram. Uh, what, what is it? May I suggest crabs? <laughs> well, I... The thing is, Geoffrey, I, I really don't want to... Wine, sir? <laughs> is it, uh... Something serious? Well, I was worried it might be my cell count. Uh, red or white, sir? <coughs> so, um, I, uh, I had to produce this, you know, the sort of sample, and the doctor said... Uh, I expect one bottle won't be enough. <laughs> well, <laughs> what, um, what, Tristan, did the doctor say? What was the, the verdict, then? Well, he, he says I've got... Melon balls, sir? <laughs> Something, something serious. I, I, I don't know how I caught it. Maybe something I ate, or maybe... A tart, sir? <laughs> oh, cheer up, Tristram. You'll soon be... Toast, sir. <laughs> Have you noticed, teams, how the media addresses like a bunch of idiots these days? Well, I may be no Herbert Einstein, but I can understand properly... <laughs> I can understand properly constructed sentences when I see one. Because the next game is Cheddar Gorge, where the teams construct a proper grammatical sentence supplying one word each in turn. The object is to avoid completing the sentence. This shouldn't be confused with Pinochet Gorge, where the object is to avoid starting the sentence. <laughs> If I judge a full stop has been reached, Deems, you'll hear this. <coughs> On this. <laughs> this week's subject is a snooker commentary. To complicate things unnecessarily, I'll be awarding points for the inclusion of certain bonus snooker-related words. Tim, you've got cushion. Barry, you've got rest. Jeremy, you've got cannon. And Sandy, you've got buttocks. <laughs> Tim... Tim, I'd like you to start, please. Off you go. Oh, yellow. <laughs> Stains. <laughs> I didn't say On that. my rest. Period. <laughs> <laughs> my rest period. <laughs> Keep your ricochet. Bouncing off the cannon balls <laughs> because I am slurred and strangely, although <laughs> importantly, I am in trouble with the governing body buttocks. <laughs> Which are yellow, <laughs> green, brown, blue, pink, black, and indeed tartan. 
Although... I was... Commentating... Yesterday... While... Doing... Drugs. <laughs> In... This... Adjacent... Country... Which... Is... Near... Holland. <laughs> or... It... Might... Be... Somewhere... Near... The... Far... East. <laughs> Where... I... Enjoyed... <laughs> many... A... Fine... Cannon... What's he got to do with snooker? It's like being present at the birth of speech. (laughs) Right, we have another musical round now. And this time it's where the teams combine the gentle ululation of the swanee whistle and the guttural rasp of the kazoo. Swanee and kazoo are two words that go together like bacon and eggs, sausage and chips, or hardening and arteries. (laughs) Accompaniment accompaniment would be provided by none other than Colin Sell, a man who's forgotten more about playing the piano than the rest of us know. And he's about to prove it. <laughs> right, Barry and Sandy, you're to start, and I'd like you to provide a rendition of Tea for Two featuring Sandy Toxvig on the kazoo and for the first time Barry Cryer on the Swanee Whistle. And isn't he going to make a meal of it? <laughs> Okay, your turn, Tim and Jeremy. Oh, I'd, I'd like you to give us your version of the lovely Que Sera Sera, featuring Jeremy Hardy on the kazoo and Tim Brooke Taylor on the Swanee whistle. Listen and weep. <laughs> Guaranteed. already.
Well, it's very nearly the end of the show. <laughs> but there's just time to squeeze in a round of Smoker's Songbook. But before we do, though, Sven tells me he wants to nip out to enjoy a satisfying cigar. He says there's nothing to beat getting your mouth around eight inches of finest Cuban. So while... <laughs> Listen, I just read this stuff. I don't understand any of it. <laughs> so anyway, while he's away, I'd like your suggestions, please, teams, of songs likely to appeal to an audience of smokers. <laughs> so far, so good. Uh, twist and snout. Amazing grass. I can't get no full-strength capstan. <laughs> I'm getting sentimental over you. How much is that dog in the window? <laughs> Whenever I feel afraid, I rizzle a happy tune. You go was hurt the one you love. <laughs> I heard it on the woodbine. <laughs> Craven A, you're adorable. <laughs> Sung by Supergrass. Roll up, roll up, roll up. Summer Amazing. Wheeze by George Benson and Hedges. <laughs> Got a filter mountain. That's from Stop the World. I want a great cough. <laughs> I left my lungs in San Francisco. <laughs> You'll never hawk alone from the sound of mucus. <laughs> oh dear. And so, ladies and gentlemen, as the tide of time laps up against the sewage outflow of destiny. And the wind of change begins to pervade the crowded lift of eternity. <laughs> I notice it's the end of the show. So from the team, Sven and myself, and the good people of Stoke-on-Trent, it's goodbye. Tim Brooke-Taylor, Barry Cryer, Sandy Toxvig and Jeremy Hardy were being given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton, with Colin Sell setting some of them to music. The programme consultant was Ian Pattinson, and the producer was John Naismith. 